Today, how to start and manage building your personal brand in five easy steps. This is the Seven Figures Podcast, smart money strategies for women with Sandy Waters. Seven Figures is sponsored by Family First Credit Union. When it comes to financial education, earning and learning go hand in hand. And Family First is here to help you and the greater Rochester community with both. Welcome back to the podcast. We so appreciate you taking time out of your busy, busy day to join in on the conversation and be part of our community. Women who want to be financially confident. Now, how much time have you devoted to putting together your personal brand? And you're probably like, what? What do you mean, personal brand? I don't own a business. I don't need to do that. It does not matter. You could have the best job in the world. You could be the most satisfied employee. Your company has been so great to you. You need a personal brand. Everybody does, from the nurse to the teacher to even the stay-at-home mom. Michelle Roberts is here with us. She is the president of Novus Be Known, a strategic branding and marketing consultant. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Okay, we're ready to soak you up like a sponge. First, your company is all about helping individuals and other companies build their brand, right? So I focus on entrepreneurs and organizations. Okay. I help them really define and ignite your purpose within, at their core, very core, so they can flood flood that throughout everything that they do. Okay, and it is true that we all need our own individual personal brand, right? Absolutely. Investing in yourself and your talents and your values and your purpose, that will stay with you forever. Um, No matter where. How did you get involved? Because you didn't start off saying, hey, out of college, I want to be an entrepreneur, did you? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was actually in the work world for about nine years, working for an array of different companies from product design director to graphic designer. um, And I wasn't living my full potential. Mm. And I had a couple bad, I'll say not professional experiences with managers Um, and they kind of stifled my creativity, my value and uh, my potential. And so I got to the point where I, I just, I said, you know, I could do this. I could do this myself and I'm going to do whatever it takes. I got (laughs) that a little bit of a backstory, but uh, I got to the point to that point and uh, I got laid off. I think it was twice in one year. Oh, geez. Yep. I kind of gone through a quarter life crisis of saying, oh, my God, I hate my life. Like, what am I doing with it? Um, well, you're probably very insecure, too. Like, very. am I not good enough? Am I not good at what I'm doing? Yes, very. Yes. Um, and at, at that point, I had just enough months to, or money to live off of for three months in my bank account. And uh, I decided to invest half of that into a business coach. And You have three oh. months. To live off of, and you're investing half of it on a business couch. Okay. Yep. It's and, a bold step. And I didn't know anyone out here. So I moved out here for a job. And when I did that, I really didn't expand my network. I was here for about six months. I knew five people. I had zero clients, right? So I'm starting from the ground <laughs> up. And everyone thought I was crazy. You know, I turned a job down back home. And uh, I just said, you know, I'm going to do whatever it takes. And so that was six years ago. Wow. Your mother was probably ready to kill you. She really was. (laughs) (laughs) You have no idea. It was. Yes. Yes, she was. So was that 
okay. And you know, they say it takes money to make money and make, don't be afraid of failure and take the risks. Those are the people who come out and succeed in the end. But how scary is that where you look at your bank account and you only have so much there and you don't have a job. So there's no money coming in and you're going to invest in yourself with this business coach. It was so scary, right? Because I, it didn't have a real support system out here either. Um, so I had to build all of that. I had to uh, step more into my confidence, my abilities, and I'm naturally an introvert. People would never think that about me today. Especially so, with your profession, <laughs> right? Yeah. And uh, so, so yes, I, I really, I had to develop my own personal brand. And for me, you know, it was the job. It, it was me not looking at what do I really want to do with my life, right? And then am I really living those values? Because I hate it. Like, I just felt like the world was out to get me, right? And and I didn't have any control. Mm-hmm. So when I really thought about how was I living those values and was I living them? And what were they? Like, what was my purpose? And that's why I say it was sort of like a quarter life crisis because it happened very early on um, for me. And I was willing to take that risk. Um, I, You know, some people leave jobs that they're making six figures I was making barely enough <laughs> to live. Uh, so for me, it was like, I, I felt like I had nothing to lose. Eh, broke anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> Young, broke. You were single at the time? Very single, okay. yes. I mean, that's the time to make those moves too when you're nobody's counting on you. I mean, it might be a little bit harder yep. if you have a family that you know is really counting on your income. But the business coach, looking back, reflecting on it, was that a really smart decision? Absolutely. Although I think I wanted to kill him at least 10 times over the course. I was like, you're not doing enough. He's like, oh, Oh. because it was really me transforming into the person that I wanted to become as well as it was a business side. But it was also me um, realizing my talent, my confidence, um, establishing what I wanted to be known for and who I really was. And again, how was I living those? Right. Because I might say that I wanted X, Y, Z and a partner and then go out and find the exact opposite, right? And, and say that that's what I want. So there was a really big misalignment between who I was, what I said I wanted, and how I was actually behaving. Uh, okay. And that's where a brand, that's a brand, right? That's establishing and understanding your brand. That's essentially where it starts. A perfect example of why we all need a well-defined personal brand I ran into a woman I know the other day and she was working for a well-established company, has been around forever. She herself has been with the company for, I don't know, over a decade. And she was one of the very important people on the staff. I mean, she really helped evolve this company and move it forward. And she was super smart, very good at what she does. Um, And I ran into her the other day and she was like, well, I uh, lost my job. I was like, what are you talking about? What do you mean you lost your job? Where did that come from? She said she was completely blindsided. She had no idea it was coming. And she's like, I don't have a resume. I don't even know where my resume is. I haven't updated it in forever. I'm just treading water right now. I'm at a loss. And that right there... I feel like is the reason why we all need to really take time and think, okay, what is my personal brand? You know, just in case I need to find a new job, 
How can I better position myself where I look attractive to a future employer? Absolutely. And that's what happened to me, too. I just decided to take the course of I want to be a business owner. (laughs) But it's really important because we have to establish our value. And the way that we do that can be through any means. So, you know, for in her case, if she had established an online presence, if she had started developing and keeping up going with her resume, those things might have helped. Um, but it, it's it's hard. And I would say the other side to that is uh, the newer way of owning or being a part of a company isn't that that those things are rarely going to happen. Right? Cause like Because like today's day and age, we have purpose driven companies that really are transparent with their employees, that care about them, that are champions for them. So um, but either way, it is very important because it will ease that transition from one sure. job to a next if you have a personal brand and an online presence of some sort. And you're right in saying that companies are paying attention to, you know, what makes their employees happy. But at the end of the day, a corporation is a corporation and they are looking at the bottom line. You could be the best employee ever. Absolutely. You could bring so much value to the team. But yet when they need to cut costs, they'll cut costs. Right. There's no loyalty. And unfortunately, that's the world we live in. So in saying that, you're right. You have to keep that personal brand or have a well-defined personal brand. So then it's easier for you to become employable. Mm -hmm. And you're not feeling like you're treading water at a loss of, oh, my God, what do I do? Yep. Employable as well as living with a passion that you have for for your purpose. So uh, employable in one way, but not just looking at it as another job, but a job that really fits you, what you want to do too in life. So now we're all thinking like, I don't know, what is my personal brand? <laughs> so, <laughs> so help us. What yeah. do we, and, and, I, and you said you have five easy steps to follow to start this process. As easy as I can make them. Okay. <laughs> um, I will also say that your personal brand, it's not that you... You can always more well defi- define your brand. Um, you you have it already. Whether or not you're leveraging it is really the key. Mm. Everyone has a brand. Everyone and let's. I'd like to go back and define a personal brand. Okay, right? yeah. Um, it's essentially representing yourself in the best way possible, or the best fit for the job, or the best way that your customer sees you in their eyes. Right. What makes you unique? What makes you different than anybody else? Or is it yes. what? Okay. Yep. And it's, you know, it's, again, almost like dressing your business for the most important part in the most authentic way possible. So it's how people think about you when you're not in the room. Um, It's that impression that you leave someone after you've you've just met them. Um, And it lives in the minds of the of the person, not yours. So the best that we can do is is learn how to discover and define what ours is, so that we can truly express it correctly the well, way that we you want. I don't know. Like, I don't know what people say when I leave the room. <laughs> that's what we're gonna actually. That's that's actually step number one. I hope they say, "Oh my gosh, she's so fun and so nice," but they could be saying the complete opposite. Okay, so step number one. So step number one is get clear. So just like myself, when I started the business and started pursuing what was my brand going to be, how I was going to be, what I was going to represent myself as, um, I got really clear on on that piece. Right. In a statement. And I thought about things like, well, I value this and how can I live that better? But what are my values? Like, what do I truly value? Um, And so I wrote those down. 
Um, I looked at my purpose. I think that was a huge piece. So I really took a lot of time. It was probably working through my business coach really helped that process, but it wasn't like all of a sudden within an hour, I knew my purpose Okay. (laughs) and what that was. I actually hired someone to help me with that um, because... Oh, you were just hiring everybody, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm just kidding. All the money was gone. No. Because the, you know, getting clear on your values and getting clear in your purpose, you need to seek that awareness of sometimes outside of yourself, just like you were saying, um, I I don't know how people think of me. So the first thing would be to kind of write down and explore what your purpose is in life. Um, So what was yours? If you don't mind using yourself as an example. Cultivating potential. Okay. So in recognizing that in myself and others. So I help organizations really, truly define that um, potential and help them live that. Um, for me, it was first, it was written in my story um, first and foremost. So for me, it was about potential because if we're not living our potential, how do we know we can do anything? Because when we do define what, what it is, we can do anything. There's nothing holding us back. Okay. So for me, that's, that was my transition. Um, that was my transition over discovering my personal brand. It was this idea that I can do anything. I just needed to realize and and cultivate my true potential. And then you can help others. And do the same. Okay. Yeah. So I would say, ask a couple of friends. Ask them uh, what it is. What do they think of when they think of you? Real honest friends. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You could even ask a boss or manager. You can even ask them what they think of uh, your personal brand. They're, they're, they're looking at you every day and seeing it. So I think that having an outside opinion is crucial. Now, I use the same process in developing personal brands for entrepreneurs like myself, as well as organizations. So it's the same process. It's just um, it's really it's the ro- robustness of it. So um, it's a sliding scale of how much is involved. But you know what I'm thinking a lot of people, even more so nowadays, have that little side hustle, that little side business. Like how many times do you see your friends on Facebook selling whatever product it is, you know, the the facial products to the clothing, whatever. Yep. Do you suggest if that is a side business that you have to develop this as a personal brand and think of you as an individual or you as whatever it is that you're selling? Yes. So personal brand first. Now, okay. Um, I worked with a Rodan and Fields consultant and that's what we did for her. We dived into, you know, what her purpose was, her value set, her personality, brand personality uh, was. And we developed collateral fonts, colors, all those things around her personal brand. because around her as a person, not Rodan Fields. No. Okay. No, because initially, so essentially it's a subset of a a larger brand. Okay. But you're able to have the freedom to, like you said, you, you have to stand out somehow. Um, and the best way to do that is to emphasize your personal brand. And that's what makes her unique, you know, among the sea of people who are selling these products too. Okay. Yep. So that number one is get clear. Um, and what happens with that, when you get clear, you get very confident Mm. (laughs) about how to represent yourself, which it did for myself as well. The second is check yourself. So using these values, um, this purpose and clarity as a compass and look at what you're doing in your life, your job and the people in the place. Do you align? We, we know this happens when everything flows mm. and uh, nothing's terribly difficult is when we are living in that, that alignment. So is it 
being genuine to who you really are. You're not trying to put on this facade of I'm supposed to be. It's more of this is who I am. It's showing your authentic self in the best light possible. So we're not perfect, right? So um, I know we talked about this, but it, it's it's a constant check checking yourself to make sure that you are living in alignment. We can't live in alignment every single day of every minute. It just it, it's impossible. Yeah. Um, but using that clarity in those guided aspects of your brand to make sure it's almost like a gut check. Okay. So looking at that and looking looking at how does it align. Um, So that leads me to number three, which is take action. So once we have a list of things that we align and we don't align with, uh, that's when we can start to bring action and take small steps to align our behavior with, you know, kind of maybe what we're, what we think we're communicating and maybe what we're not um, to be able to step more into that authentic self, essentially. So no, you were saying when you going back to when you were referring to that one um, individual that was selling rodent fields and you were saying, you know, um, create a color. You mentioned a color. Is that is that part of this process? Yes. Step a, four. Oh, OK. Oh, sorry. Ooh. <laughs> so, yes. So little things that you can start to do to change behavior on a basic level would be something like with uh, my client that I worked with Rodan and Fields. Um, we changed her Facebook business page title to her purpose, a purpose statement. Oh. So in that, we actually increased her visibility by 50% overnight. The more she put herself out there, the more she attracted. Um, And that has happened with many of my clients as well. Would you say to do it to her personal page as well? Like any time that you put yourself out there, make it absolutely fall in line with your brand. Yes, absolutely. And that message, so the, so your purpose, so what you believe um, versus someone else. And the the thing is, is that it's it's personal to you. Um, I think that's a huge thing that people try to make it sound like it, it, it should be something other than what they're what's true to them. So changing little things, it's how you communicate, what you say, how you say it. Uh, there are little tweaks that that you could possibly do to better align with your personality, your your brand personality, your message, your values. Everybody kind of views social media in a different way. Some people are truly just wanting to connect with friends and family. Other people are just, you know, looking for that validation. And hey, mm-hmm. we all need it. We all need the validation a little bit. <laughs> but do you think that's a big thing for all of us to really be conscious when we post? Absolutely. Absolutely. I have a business page for my business and I also have my personal page, right? And my personal brand shines through there. And I can tell you that I don't get leads for my business page. I get leads for my business from my personal page. Um, I'm, I'm conscious. I'm intentional with what I post. Um, I post maybe one business thing and maybe two personal. So there's, there's a um, intention of what you post versus personal versus business so that people really see the real you. Okay. Let's go to number four. So develop the brand. So, and stay consistent. So what, what I mean by this is uh, take your message, your new redefined self mm-hmm. and put together an identity. So what I mean by that is choose a signature font if you want and put it on all your emails, right? So it's consistent and it has the expression of yourself in it. Uh, choose colors, that represent you. Um, quotes. Um, 
so that you're really representing your personality um, and get maybe get a new headshot. And I don't. So there's a difference between a headshot and a personal brand shot. Um, personal brand photography is more of evoking that personality behind your brand, which helps you stand out your personal brand. So it's more environmental and it represents sort of what you, what do you want to wear? You don't just wear anything. You'd wear something that reflects your colors that you picked Mm. when you're developing. So the other piece of that is staying consistent is hugely important because that's how you become memorable. If you decide that you want to change your colors or fonts or you know, um, the way that you're perceived, you want to change it every couple months. Um, that's going to throw people They're They're not going to understand you. And there, there might even be a little distrust there. So being consistent. <clears throat> and I mean, people always ask me, well, well, what types of things should I be consistent with? Everything. <laughs> oh. So you should be as consistent as possible. What's interesting about it is someone like Madonna, right? She changed her whole, she redefined herself every single record she put out, but that's consistent in her nature, right? So that works for her. That's what I say with my clients I work with too. If we're going to do a tactic like email marketing, okay, we're going to do it every month, every quarter, whatever it needs to be to work is fine, but it needs to be consistent. Consistent. Which might feel boring to you, right? You (laughs) might feel like, oh God, people are probably sick of my color purple, right? Yeah. But in reality, you're... Well, I'll tell you a little story about that, actually. Um, I was exhibiting at a show, and I was wearing my purple dress that matched my colors, matched my website, matched my business card. And someone said, oh, wow, you you know, you know, match your, your booth, your color. I said, I, I should. That's how I'm going to be remembered. Now, later that day, I had someone post a picture of a beautiful purple sky, and they tagged me in it and said, hey, uh, we should get together. I, I haven't seen you in a while. This reminded me of you. <gasps> I wasn't even in the shot. My products or services weren't being advertised. There wasn't a picture of me or my dress, but I was top of mind because of my color because she saw the color. Yes. And again, it doesn't matter what profession you're in. You got to yep. start this now. So then you never know. Yep. When it's you'll, gonna make an impact. you'll start to become known for for certain colors, certain styles. I mean, I love personal branding because of that. You can really cre- recreate and redefine yourself. That's probably the easiest thing to be consistent with, right? Is the color. Yes. Yep. I mean, okay. I can't tell you how many different nail polishes I've bought <laughs> that are my brand color. I even have a bathing suit that's my brand color oh my that God, I wear when I work funny. out. <laughs> Okay, so run through some of the ideas for us. So, okay, a color, uh, the signature, the email signature, that is good. And a headshot. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you were saying the two different types of headshots again? So headshot, normal headshot, um, maybe you take it against a white background. Uh, a, a personal brand photographer will um, get to know you, look at your values, look at your personality, Uh, and they'll help you situate yourself in an environment that evokes that personal brand. So I worked with someone that's been on the show before, and uh, we actually went to the conservatory and took her photo, and it was lots of greens and life and a lot of her personal branding, and her brand represents the you know the, the liveliness. Um, so that's where we went to shoot that. Now, if you're looking, maybe if you're more corporate, maybe you take your photo down in downtown 
Rochester oh, versus no. um, lots of green in the country, right? So it really plays into the feel of the photo um, when you think about personal branding with photography. Do you need a photo? I hate headshots <laughs> of myself. I hate taking photos. But do you think it's really important no matter absolutely what you do for a living? Yes, absolutely. I do. And I think it needs to be updated. I'm actually... <laughs> I'm on like year two now with my photos. I don't even want to get them redone because I love them so much. But I know I'm going to have to get them redone. Like for us women, too, if we change our hair color, we want to keep it consistent. We want to hold on to the youngest looking photo of ourselves. Okay, (laughs) you need to redo it every couple years, every couple years. Okay, darn it. Or if you keep your hair color the same, maybe three years. (laughs) All right. So it is something that we got to keep updated. Absolutely. Because you're being transparent with who you are and employers want to see that people want to see that. I mean, everyone does. All right. Build that trust. As we roll our (laughs) eyes, like shoot, take a picture. Okay. So number five is get out there. So now that you've developed, you know, what you stand for, getting clear, you've aligned yourself much more and you've developed some of your colors and things that you want to play with for a palette for your personal brand. Now, go out there, get online. Now, it's said that 70% of U.S. recruiters, HR professionals, have rejected candidates based on information they found online. Ooh. So just like we were talking about Facebook, make sure it's representative of who you are and the, you know, shining yourself in the best way possible, representing yourself that way. There's a lot of different ways that you can go to market, we can call it, for your personal brand. The first thing is having a personal brand website. So like you said, your friend earlier was let go. Now she's going to be putting a lot of work in to figure out how can I show myself in the best light and my skills, my talents, my abilities. And having a website that can clearly define that and show what you've done and who you are. People love that. Employers love that. Oh, gosh. How many and, of us have a what? I don't, have a per- <laughs> I don't even have a personal and you don't website. Even, you don't. Let me rephrase that. Because when I think website, everyone thinks like company website to spend thousands of dollars. No, you can have a one page this is me. You know, you might be an author. You might be a radio host. You might you might have a lot of different things that you do that isn't just what you do during your daytime. So employers want to know that, too. They want to know the full you, your passions. So, so, so yes, what you put out there on this one page or whatever, how detailed you want to get your website. It needs to be consistent, like you were saying. Yes. OK. Yep. So uh, so there's some free websites out there Like you don't you don't have to spend a lot of money like you go to Wix or um, Squarespace, but you need to highlight your talents and your message. What's your purpose? Why do you do what you do? What if we don't have I'm just trying to think of everybody who's like, oh, my God, my life is already crazy busy. I already have piles <laughs> of work and now I got to design a website. Is it OK to just clean up our Facebook pages do we have to be on Instagram? <laughs> I mean, I'm waiting for someone to tell me I don't have to be. No, you know, if you're <laughs> at the age of 40, something, <laughs> I'm corrected often by my 14 year old who says that I do it wrong. So now I'm very insecure about my Instagram. <laughs> but do you feel like we should be everywhere? Instagram, Twitter, no. Facebook, LinkedIn? No, I don't. I think okay. that you who do you want to target? Like this goes back to business, but you know, who's on, if you're a professional and you're looking for a new job, you're going to go to LinkedIn. You're maybe not going to go to Facebook as much. Um, Facebook is more social. LinkedIn is professional. Where do these recruiters go to seek out 
Important. Everywhere, I believe. Oh, everywhere. Yeah. Okay. So you want to make sure it's consistent with everything. Mm. And human. It's human. It's not... Um, it, the world is changing. And I, I love it for that. Because for me, when I was in corporate, it was corporate still. I mean, branding was this thing where... I had to sell something that people weren't really sure what it was. Now it's like everywhere. Um, so I love that it's sort of changing to, we're not just people that work for companies. It's that they're human beings and they have a, not just a life here at work, but outside. And we want to know all of that. Yeah. So that's, what's important to put that, put that as a whole person on your personal brand and not just, you know, here's what I do at work and this is who I am. Okay, we have some work to do, people. You and me both. <laughs> I got to find a color. What's my favorite color? Yes. <laughs> Michelle Roberts, president of Novus, be known strategic branding and marketing consultant. Now, how can we, and, and you just kind of boiled it down into five easy steps, but I'm sure there's so much more to this. How can we follow you or, or reach out to you or find you? Yes, so it's Michelle, two L's at novusbeknown.com. Feel free to send me an email. I also, you know, the website as well. So novusbeknown.com. And uh, so either one of those. I have a business page on Facebook and LinkedIn. Please add me on LinkedIn. Thank you so much. Thank you. Our conversation today with Michelle is actually the perfect segue to what we're going to talk about next week on the podcast. Meredith Atwood joins the conversation. She walked away from a six-figure salary, a very stable job as a lawyer, to pursue her dreams. Now, does she look back, reflect, and have some regret or not? We'll talk about that next week on the podcast. You have a fantastic weekend, and I will chat with you next Friday. We raise a glass and say cheers to being financially confident women. If you have a personal finance question or feedback about the show, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to Sandy at sandy at rochesterbuzz.com. New episode every Friday. Listen, subscribe, and tell a friend about the Seven Figures Podcast. Smart money strategies for women.